Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hello. So we meet again. So we meet again. All right. My guest is a friend. Uh, him and uh, Troy and Liz, uh, they're married now. When I met them, they were dating. But they're just great, and they have a great energy. And Troy's one of those guys who, you know, he's very supportive, like genuinely supportive. I think you know other people like that. And it's like if you're working on something, he wants to help you. Whatever he can do, I'll shoot it. I'll bring my camera. You need lights, I'll bring my lights. And he's like that towards everybody. And uh, to everybody. So I was happy. I know he's had, they've had some, they've had a lot of success with the show that Troy came up with, Setlist. And um, I know they sold that. I don't want to say where they sold it, but I know they sold it. And I know they've been doing it all over the world. And it's just, uh, we talk about it in the show. But I want to give you a little back, uh, little backstory on Troy. But we know each other back from the days of the Tempe Improv when he used to uh, work there. And um, him and Liz are just probably two of my favorite people to hang out with. And I should have had him on the show a lot quicker. Um, One other thing really quick. I'm I'm giving somebody a little bit of a shout out here. I needed to do new pictures, which I hate doing. I think most people do. Somebody suggested... This guy, Michael, Michael Maples, and his, I'm going to give you his website and I'll tell you why. It's Michael Maples, M-A-P-L-E-S, Michael Maples Photography.com. Because a lot of times I've had people take pictures, they take like 500. You go, you got at least, they took 500 pictures. I'm looking for two. I'm going to get two. And then you don't. With him, you do. It was great. And by the way, I paid him in full, so I'm not doing this as a trade-out. It's a genuine shout-out. He knew what he was doing. It was comfortable. We went down some back alley. We told him I didn't want to go anywhere where people were at. 
And that's exactly what we did. I can't take pictures with people like walking by. It looks like I'm, oh my God, does this guy think he's going to get into modeling? It's embarrassing. It's like, Jesus. One couple walked by. I, I stopped immediately. He was, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not taking pictures with people walking by. It was very nice. But, uh, you know, he was comfortable, uh, comfortable to be around, easy to talk to. That's what you want when you're trying to get some pictures. But boom, 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 we did it. And I got some great pictures. So, Michael, thank you. God, you, uh, Michael, you owe me big time. How about airbrushing those pictures for free? Come on, do something for me. I know I said I wasn't working on a trade-out. Uh, the band was great. We didn't have all five, uh, but we had uh, Martin, who's, he's the band leader. And uh, we had Sam on keyboards and uh, Frank again on sax. And they're great. Not only are they talented, they're all in school for music, but they're also great, the great energy to have around. Like, they could be talented musicians, but then not get the vibe of the show. They do. I wish I probably try to have them as much as I can. But thanks, guys, Martin, Sam, and Frank. So there we go. Here's today's show. You're doing all right. I'm on my way to the comedy festival in Chicago. That's why there's no show next week. Well, this is a two-parter today. This is a two-parter. And then next week we'll have the other part. But I'm probably going to put like a half an hour opening on next week's show. Not that you needed to know that. But I thought maybe you did. I thought maybe you did. All right. Well, that's it. I think I covered everything. I wanted to ask for one more favor, but I'll wait till next week. I was going to ask you to tweet some love at Kia. I always like to throw them a little bit. You don't even have to at me at it if you don't want. Just tweet some love their way. Just Kia, on behalf of the Todd Glass Show, you're great. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Katie. How you doing? Katie. Katie. You ready? Because we're going to move quick here. I'm going to give you, we're going to do our thing that we do, but it's got to come in quick. There's no, can't be a half a second. Roll in that thing you roll in now. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, why don't, could you play sax in the background, Frank? I'm just kidding. If you want, you can. Liven up this opening. I definitely do it. Oh, you can. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. Todd Glass, Ryan Regan, again. Um, Hello. Hello. Podcast. Just, I don't know. Let me know that. Do you want me to beg? Todd, it's Mark. I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass Show. What do I fucking need to do? It's, it's so exciting. It's exciting. Every week it's exciting. Jesus. Are there real drums I hear? This is exciting. Are you shitting me? Oh, my God. Everything all right? Every, this is fun show today. Chris Carmona's here. What more can we ask for? 
had a very funny tweet that went viral today. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, look at it. I love it. I love it. I have not let these guys go home since last week. Matter of fact, Max passed away, and, and they went and got his friend, um, Sam. Alrighty. I don't know what to do. Ah, uh, look at that. My hand went down. The band stopped. They're very professional. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Troy uh, Conrad, who I've known for many years, 20 years probably, is, uh, is, is here today. And um, his wife Liz is here today. And then also Mikey and Nicole are here. And then young Jake Adams is here. Andrew's here. Chris Burden's over here. Chris Carmona, uh, a friend of mine who I know from the improv. Um, actually, he did tweet something today that made me laugh. He, he said... Uh, he, someone told him he had to go to Van Nuys. I, I'm probably fucking up your tweet a little. Someone told him he had to go to Van Nuys, and uh, they told him like they had just told him he had like a terminal illness. And I get it because you're like no one wants to go to Van Nuys. You're like they probably went. Listen, you have to go to Van Nuys. You know because it sucks going out to Van Nuys. Look, I know we have a lot of Van Nuys listeners, and I want to apologize. You're great people. I love what you do with your um, with your with your used cars out on your front lawn. That's not even true. That's not even true. All right, so let's rip through some of this stuff. And then uh, there's a few different band guys here on keyboards tonight is Sam. Maybe you go brink, brink on the keys. Isn't that very professional, Sam? He was right. Martin was right. Martin on drums. What if you forgot your drums and all you had was a cowbell? You didn't tell me. And every night I went, hey, how about, I'm like, hey, Mark, give me a backbeat on the drums, Martin. Hmm, that's weird. It doesn't sound like a whole... Is that... Do you have your whole kid over there? You, you lie. Oh, you, no, no. I was doing it like the bit. Like you go, yeah, I got the kit, but you keep playing the cowbell. Martin, I can't see you over there. But do you have the whole... Do you have your whole kit with you, or did you forget it? You lie and say you have it. You say, I got it. I got it. You have the whole kit. The whole thing's here. You have your, all your drums, like last week. You paid me a full. All right, well, then play, play again. Todd, I think he's lying. Can you have him play like an Inagata DeVita type of thing? It doesn't sound like... It doesn't sound like play all your drums like you did last week. Like go nuts like you did last week. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy's so nervous he forgot his drums. He's trying. What, what would sound the fullest? And then, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Frank's. Frank. Frank's. You know why I say Frank's? Because the way this guy plays the fucking saxophone, it sounds like there's three of them. Like three of them. That's right. Frank on. Sa- it's a little pitchy, but anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that means. Um, so let's rip through this stuff, and then we're going to get out. Uh, we're going to go on. Dr. Kevin Sousa. Dr. Almost Kevin Sousa. He's, like, been a friend of the show because he's been helping us out. I wanted to throw him a little, you know. I don't want to talk about that. Um, oh, by the way, Derek, he listens to the show. And his friend, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. How, how do you say that? Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. Well, Oh, I get why. So Derek, he listens to the show. Aaron, he's in the Navy, and he's always—he's just a great guy. He's always Aaron. Yes, yeah. Oh, in the he always sends Derek's kids birthday presents. Yes, yeah. Right, I think definitely. So anyway, here, yes, right. It's so anyway. Yeah, I think it's. uh, I think it's Derek, and then his friend Aaron's having a birthday. Oh, it's Aaron. He's in the Navy. He's in the Navy. Yes, it's Aaron from the Navy. Oh, he sends the birthday presents to Derek's kids, and I think Derek forgot his. Kid's name. He forgot his, his kids' name. Chris. birthdays. He forgot their. He forgot his. 
Uh, there you go, Derek. You know, Aaron must be a good friend because he, he wrote in the show. Dan from Chicago. Dan. No, no, no. We don't. Uh, Dan. Uh, <laughs> right. No, that's I not. sent you uh, an, an email today inviting you to a show in Chicago. You wrote me a very heart-filled letter a long time ago, and uh, there you go. So, uh, Matt, I did Matt Besser's show, his podcast, and it was oh, I love that podcast. In, so enjoyable. And to watch the way they worked... It was really amazing. It was really amazing. I've never seen it. So for me, it was a very interesting dynamic. What's the name of the podcast? And I know that seems ignorant that I don't know. I believe it's Improv for Humans. Improv for Humans is exactly right. um, uh, He's an amazing listener. So everything, like he he absorbs everything and turns it around. It's 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 a great show. You said you took the words out of my mouth. And for that, I have to ask you to leave. I have nothing to say say because you fucking. I'm so funny. I'm so fun. Chris hangs around. You know what he does? He hangs around the emergency ward. It's horrible. People come out. They go, I'm sorry, but your grandfather passed away. And he plays the and trumpet. He, plays the, he, has yeah. a, he brings he, a soundboard no, with he, him No, I'm sorry. A... He brings a trumpet to make the bit work. He, he walks does around. it live. Oh, he, he shows up with a trumpet. You might want to do this. And I know you have a sax. You might not be able to make this sound. But Chris has a trumpet. He goes to the emergency ward. This is true. And, he, and when they go, I'm sorry, your grandfather passed away, he plays his trumpet. So disrespectful. Can, can I, I think hear, it's rude. I think. It's, can I hear what that would sound like on the sex? Oh, I'm sorry, your grandfather passed away. That's like sounds like the appropriate it's music. Like, it's sad and yet romantic. Yes. Hi. I'm sorry, but your. I'm sorry, but your grandfather passed away. <laughs> I just like to play with that. And okay, so Matt Besser, that was a lot of fun. David Pakman. I was going around YouTube looking at different things. This guy is fucking great. You know when somebody says what you're trying to think better than you can say, it's very cathartic? Yes. Well, he, he, has, he, he, he was talking about a few things, and I was flipping around, and I liked what he said about one issue, and then I went to another issue. His name's David Pakman. He's got to be like, a lot of people have to know who he is, even if you don't know who he is, but David Pakman, go, go YouTube some of his stuff. And um, it's like a, it's it looks like a Larry King type of a show. It's a very simple set. He has a microphone. He has a, a co-host who they work well together. And his name is David Pakman. And I really he, God, he's just so. You know what I like that he does, and um, he makes people answer questions, and he goes back to it. And I know even in this type of show where I'm not a seri- I'm not like it's not a I'm not a jur- I'm not what is this I'm not a journalist, right? But I've had shows where I talked about something and I wanted someone to answer. You're always afraid that the listening audience, this is what happens when I had it. I had happened once when we were talking about not spanking kids. A long time ago when I did the show with Jimmy, with Jimmy, with uh, um, uh, comedy and everything else. Yeah. And I thought, "Mm, I don't want the listening audience to think, all right, uh, you're beating a dead horse. He's not. But he makes them answer the questions. And I always think in, uh, with regular, uh, when you watch regular interviews and they don't answer a question, I'm like, okay, they diverted it. Please go back and make him answer that question. And he fucking does. And then you think, oh, the guy diverted again. And he goes, but, but I just got to ask you one more time. He does it with such a calm. Now, now what, how will that affect you? And then they, it's he, almost he, like they don't know they're being asked repeatedly. Like he disguises it and makes it so conversational, right? Well, I think what happens is they're, they know they don't want to answer that question. So they divert it, and then he keeps going back to it. And then it's Till, really visible that they're diverting. Exactly. If they're, at one point, you don't have to even go, I've asked you three times. But at least if somebody, right. if you ask somebody once, and then they change topics, and you don't go back to it, it could look like they just changed topics. Yeah. But if you ask someone three times, you don't got to ask them a fourth and a fifth. At that point, the viewing audience goes, he is absolutely diverting that question. The audience recognizes it without the host going, hold on, I've asked you three. You don't even have to say that. Exactly. Because everyone knows. I'm sorry, what is your name again? My name is Troy. You seem like a nice guy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they were talking about, okay, we're, well, let me, let me uh, um, 
was the name By the way, show? John Doerr. John Doerr. I love John Doerr. Me too. Oh, my God. Oh He's my such God. a fun energy. Oh, my God. And yes. I hung out I hang out with him a decent amount, but at the improv, I hung out with him a little bit over the weekend. And he, He's and one he of was, the best people on the planet. He said he listens to the show sometimes. Now, I don't want to put pressure on him, but maybe let's... If he's listening right now, maybe we should do a song like... I would love John, that. Give me a little backbeat, the band. A little something for John Doerr? A little John Doerr. And Walt. Oh, John Doerr. If he's John. listening in the car. Oh, John Doerr. John. Oh, John Doerr. John. Johnny. Johnny Doerr. Johnny. Oh, Johnny, baby, Johnny Doerr. Johnny. Johnny Doerr. Johnny Doerr. Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, 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 We'll do it again. And then we go to door. After I cut you off, we come back in the door. Oh, Johnny, 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 he asked me to do that. He goes, could you ever have everybody he, sing my he song? He requested that we make up a song for him? Okay, here's the last thing we're going to talk about. Then we're going to go. We're going we're to start this show. Chris Carmona had the best tweet. <laughs> what, is this, what is this tweet? We talked about it already. Oh, okay. Oh, you're so unhip. <laughs> oh, I guess you're older now, so you don't really know what the young people are doing. What are the young people tweeting about? Like, what are these myself. kids tweeting about? Ah, they, they're funny tweets. All right. Um... Okay, I'm going to talk about this, and then we're going to then we're going to go in for the show today. How long have we been doing so far? Thirteen minutes. This is amazing. Remember my, you know, uh, I compliment myself now. Oops, <laughs> I go, we're amazing. All right, the Boy Scouts thing. I thought about something. You know where they don't want. Uh, I don't want people to think this is turning into a homosexual show, but nobody laughs. Nobody. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is that doesn't that word make you laugh? It's such a funny word. It's so so homosexual. I just love anybody angry. There's homosexuals in there. Get the kids, honey. <laughs> Homosexuality is um, not a joke, Todd. It's not. Chris has a point, and his dad knows. My dad lost his life to a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me say. Here's what happens when you're honest. Why you don't like something? You'll. I have a thing that I just don't like when people are inconsistent and not honest. Uh, People that are avert with their hate, uh, I don't have a. Pro- it doesn't. Let's see. I because, have a problem because you with know it. where they stand. And also, they don't. If somebody goes, I fucking hate you know homosexuals because it's weird and it grosses me out. That person will never get caught in a lie, because they're telling the truth. But most people know that they can't do that because that sounds evil and that sounds bad. So with the Boy Scouts of America, here's when I go. Oh, you want you want to lie? Because you want to be honest. I'll never catch you in it. I can't catch you in honesty. I might disagree with you, but you can't get caught if you're honest. You fucking being honest with me? Why don't you want gay people? They, so they don't mind if there's gay kids in, in the Boy Scouts. But what they seem to say is they don't want it to be this person that was being interviewed doesn't want it to be. They don't have to say a lot about it. You know what I mean? Just shh, come on in. You're homosexual. You don't have to. What? what go well, I, do you want me to be the character from the boy? I'll be the representative from the Boy Scouts. And then you question me. Hold on one second. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, I do. Get your idea, because I don't know exactly what, what they're doing. Well, what they're doing is, so they, so they say they just don't want them in there if they'd be quiet. Like, if they, you know, oh, okay, they, okay. they were in there before. But if they really thought that they were harmful, 
then why would they want them in there if they were just quiet about it? Would they let child molesters in if they go, all right, well, as, as long as you just keep a hush on it? Or would they do a vigorous search to get them out of there? Would they just go, no, there's child molesters? No, they wouldn't. So, so what are you saying that if, if you let them in there only if they're quiet about it and they're, you know, they're gay, they just don't talk about it? And then, well, why, 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 why is that okay? Because if these people are sick people— Aren't they dangerous amongst the other Boy Scouts? I think the answer indirectly, what makes me go to, it's because you fucking know they're not. Well, they're the, it's the type of illness, they would say, but it doesn't hurt. It, they're not going to hurt other people. Yes, being gay is an illness, but it's not going to hurt the other people. Oh, really? Then maybe you still want to divert your energies other places. If it's, if it's a, you understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and, and these guys, though, it's not necessarily that it makes them, it does, it's not that it even makes them uncomfortable. The reason they're lying about it is because the Boy Scouts is primarily started as a Christian organization. It's a religious organization, so they're going by the Bible, not even their own instincts. Because, yeah, maybe it makes them uncomfortable, but really, everyone deals with it. Like, it would be fine. There's lots of people who it might make them uncomfortable. They accept it. This is because they're going off. Well, the Bible. We got to go by the Bible. This is a Bible organization. Like that. Was the Bible said? Well, I don't like. Well, I, don't, I, I, I figured out. I don't, I don't well, I don't mind talking about the Bible in a in a fun mocking way. Um, right. But uh, whenever anybody goes to the Bible, I think this has been said a million times. It's always, and we're not making fun of. I have to repeat it in case someone's not listening to the show. I uh, we're not making we're making fun of organized religion. We're making fun of organized not, religion. Not the people within it. Not No, I'm making fun of the people within oh. it. I'm not making fun of people. Okay. That, if you believe in God but you don't believe in organized religion, that's not my – that's right. not my – okay, I don't care. I don't care about that. But organized religion has made a lot of mistakes. And um, yeah. if you – what were we just saying? Well, we're talking about how they're not – they're coming – well, they're, they're coming from a place of being uncomfortable. And and it, they're hiding the fact that it's religious based oh, too. Though that, that's, that, that, that in the past, whenever we've been unfair to people, it's never because we doubted that they're human beings. In other words, if you even if you ask people back then, hey, why did uh, what, you know with civil rights? Why why did you not want them to use the white bathrooms? No one would ever go because they're not human. They would go, well, they're humans. Of course, they're humans, but they're. There's different types of humans, but no one ever defined that you're humans. When it comes to women's rights, no one ever said back then, well, why don't you want women to do this or have the right to do this? Well, because they're not human. They would go, no, they're human. They're just – so no one even at the worst moment has ever defied everyone to be human. So the way I'm thinking about it – so fucking stop it. We have human rights, and that they're human. No one's ever even defined that they're human just because it's weird to you because if you look back on all the problems we've ever had – it's never been because a group of people came forward and said, they're not human. It's because it weirded them out. It weirded yeah. someone yeah, out. For, if, right. if, if you come down to the cleanest, simplest version of it, for a black and a white person to date, that weirded somebody out. For a woman to do a job that was known as a, a man to do it, or to do, it weirded them out. For two gay people to be together, it's weird. That's all it is. You just think it's weird. And so – but that doesn't matter. So there's, we, we have human rights, and those rights are given to you until, you take, until you're a prisoner. And then maybe, by the way, but I love that two prisoners, you can murder someone, go to jail, and still get married. That's sort of funny. But or join hilarious. the Boy Scouts. All right, so listen. Yeah, I don't, I'm done. I, I thought it was, you know, I might edit this all out. That's the show. Oh, right. I just thought it was funny that they got caught in their lie, and, and this whole thing got stretched out. I want I yeah, I I to start the show out. today. But the whole thing about, like, the guy was saying, they're in there if they just don't make a big deal about it. Well, indirectly, you're saying then they're okay. 
Right? Because because if then right, wh- right, he's saying it's okay. It's just we don't want to know. I don't want to know well, in how, my mind. Why is it okay though? Are they in there now? Aren't well, they going to hurt the other people? Well, I don't care if they hurt people. Whatever. No, if, no. If hold they, on. Hold on. You're saying that I saw your interview the other night. You're yeah. saying that you're all right with gay kids in the in the in the Boy Scouts as long as they don't make a big deal about as it. But they're, they're still hushed. there. They're still there. Aren't they going to hurt the other kids and 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 uh, do you know? Well, as long as I don't know about it, it didn't happen. I don't know. You don't seem like you really care. Right, I'm done. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> no, you know, the only good thing about going. doing a podcast is that you just wear where you're at. Like, I yeah. made my point. Maybe it wasn't that great. Chris, what That's are you doing? Point. Oh, thank you. If it's about the show, it's okay. Uh, it's going to go viral. Oh, I this guess. Kid's, this kid's on a roll. I guess. All right. Enough of that. At least I caught myself. I don't want to. I'm in such a silly mood today. You can tell yeah. by my <laughs> rant about the dumb Boy Scouts. Who gives a shit? I by get... the way, what? <laughs> Right, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, let Chris sit there. Um, he, not only does he laugh at my jokes, he actually like, everything I say is great. <laughs> He's like, Todd, it's poignant what you're saying. <laughs> Sam, how are you doing? Are you all right? Oh, yeah. Talk really loud. Where are you from? Portland, Oregon. There you go. I like Portland, that's Oregon. Nice they got good that. food trucks. Um, that's not all. <laughs> how about David Pakman? Do we talk? Okay. All right. So let's get all that out of the way. All right. Listen. I might, I might snip, snip, it, snip and tuck I that opening. That. You don't agree with no, what? I would agree with that. Agree with what? Snipping the uh, beginning. Look, anytime. How dare you? Now I'm keeping it. <laughs> Todd, I was trying. You didn't let me finish. I was trying to say only snip maybe a couple little pauses, but keep, that's great oh, content. Great content. Oh, snip your stuff out? Snip the stuff that I said. Just or make si- it more of an opening just, monologue. Well, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're me, right. You guys get in my po- way. Make it a monologue. This show, the only thing holding me back is everybody else, Todd, right? your problem with this show is guests. Oh, I like how the sax guy got in there. <laughs> you know, does. later they're going to fight. Why'd you have to? Oh, he doesn't let you play enough on the sax, Frank. <laughs> that was my Frank. rim shot. I had one rim shot. And you had to come in with a boot. Sam's got nothing. He pointed right at me. <laughs> Listen, here's what I want to do, and I don't want to sweat too much. All right. Let's start slow. Welcome, everybody, here. This is going to be a fun show today. Silly show. Because you're here and you're like, when I say we don't have a guest, I kept saying today we don't have a guest. Someone's like, we don't have a guest. I'm like, well, we have a guest, but he's my f- close friend. So I, I can work at my own pace. Yeah. I can work at my own pace. I'm not, I'm not like thinking, oh, do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? So here's what we're going to do. And then we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. Um, you know, my never-ending quest of uh, Mr. Rogers. And uh, sometimes I, like, I've been talking about it a lot for the, for the, for the, uh, for the last few months, um, talking about Mr. Rogers. And, um, what's that? Oh, sure, sure. He wants to hear some more of Chris Carmona's tweets. <laughs> oh, yes, they're very funny. <laughs> yeah, the one about uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the city I can't mention was great. <laughs> sure. Why does he have a picture of what? What? So, Mr. Rogers, this is when he say, say goodbye to everybody. And I'm, to George Carr, and it really resonated with me. And I've said it before. When I was watching Mr. Rogers growing up, it wasn't my show. I never really did anything for me. It wasn't something that gave me comfort. Uh, but as I got older, I started to appreciate how brilliant he was and how everything he says was so socially relevant today and just a kind, gentle, decent, good man. And I, and I, and I can't get enough of anything new about him. So an emailer by the name of Brandon sent this in, and um, he goes to college at University of Miami in Ohio, off the top of my head. 
And he said he was flipping around on the YouTube, and he saw this, and it's Mr. Rogers' last show. So we're going to play this. It's just about a 30-second, 40-second clip. Then we'll take a break, and we're going to come back in, and we're going to shoot what we're about to do and put it online so people can see the way we're going to start the show today. It's going to be right. So let's play Mr. Let's listen to this, and then we'll take a break. You know, it happens so often. I walk down the street, and someone 20 or 30 or 40 years old will come up to me and say, you are Mr. Rogers, aren't you? And then they tell me about growing up with the neighborhood and how they're passing on to the children they know what they found to be important in our television work, like expressing their feelings through music and art and dance and sports and drama and computers and writing, and, and invariably we end our little time together with a hug. I'm just so proud of all of you who have grown up with us, and I know how tough it is some days to look with hope and confidence on the months and years ahead. But I would like to tell you what I often told you when you were much younger. I like you just the way you are. And what's more, I'm so grateful to you for helping the children in your life to know that you'll do everything you can to keep them safe and to help them express their feelings in ways that will bring healing in many different neighborhoods. It's such a good feeling to know that we're lifelong friends. See, that reminds me of why somebody said when you met Mr. Rogers, you were reminded how great and decent we can be as a species. Can I get a drum roll, please? A little louder. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a rough draft of Todd Glass's book. Is that true? Da da da! That's it today. That's incredible. I turned this into Simon and serious? Schuster today. Oh my god! The hardest thing I've ever Todd. done in my entire life. Oh my god! And Chris, when That's you amazing. read it, you're gonna you're gonna feel bad because there's a very nice thank you in there for everybody here at this podcast. Actually, am I in there, Todd? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'll see if you buy three copies. Um, all right, so guys, why don't you take us out to break, and then we're going to come back, and it's going to be... Th- let me say something. Th- 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 I'm going to say this so I don't forget. I read, a- I read a lot of emails today, and it always, again, back to the silliness, and just... So I- the emails remind me. You know how the people go, oh, you don't want to get too maudlin? I get that. But when you're- you could say something from your heart. It doesn't- there's people that say-, say things from their heart, but it comes off maudlin. Sometimes people are saying things... It's not from their heart, and people see through it. I get that. But sometimes people really do mean something from their heart, but it still comes off a little bit. So that's my fear always. It doesn't matter if it's from my heart. It comes off maudlin. Is that the word, maudlin? I, do, I don't know what the word maudlin, means. Maudlin, I, I maybe we should look into it, but it means overly, <laughs> Chris, all right, relax, that? don't be self, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll look into it when we take a break. It means insincere in, in uh, situations yeah. which uh, lend themselves to insincerity. Thank you. I made that up. So... But it, you know, but it works. So the emails um, are just so nice, and they make me excited to do the show, to to connect with people, be silly. It's going to be so much fun. What does it say, Chris? Smodlin means self pitying or tearfully sentimental, often through drunkenness. And then it says, <laughs> "See also mod TV show character." I don't, it is, does you not. Admit, oh did you mean God. mod? Does it swear to God say that? No, I made that last part up, guys. <laughs> 
So everyone's down the stairs, and then I'm going to go join them. And we're, this is the way we're going to start today's show. So, uh, Chris, give me some music. Three guys. Oh, Daddy. That's an entrance. Now, I know that was visual, everybody, but we're going to put the video up. But we all paced in this room. We all came up the stairs. The band, us. It's going to be a good video. That, that was, was fun. Wasn't that, that fun? That was really fun. That's going to go viral. You think so? Like one of Chris's tweets. We're, this is... <laughs> Absolutely. Chris I say, yeah, Carmona plus... Tweeted. What's it? Chris Carmona plus? Carmona plus. Carmona plus. Come on. Carmona plus. Wait, wait, well, now you're getting an attitude? No, I'm just saying you don't know what Fox is. I followed him when he you was didn't regular know Carmona. I, di- I didn't know. I, di- I wanted to make sure I was giving you the right... Uh, the, the, why am I getting nervous? <laughs> Chris Carmona started really pulling attitude here. I've got more tweets than somebody with less tweets. <laughs> anyway, anybody can say that. So anyway, um, let's, let's... Let's... What are you talking, Martin? Oh, <laughs> Martin, the Mar- band gets ready when Martin you yell. said every time I yell, they panic and they get ready. <laughs> you know what? Can I tell you? And I swear to George. Nah, I don't want to say to George Carlin. Well, to George Carlin, it's exactly what I want. I've dreamed this my whole life, a band that's nervous because I might need them. And they, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want, I want to be a fun boss. Like, I want people to go, oh, he's fun on the tour bus. We have a great time. But like, you know, when he goes in for that song, if when he picks up that drink of water, if you don't hear a like a. You know, like something like this. Like, give me a sound. Like, every time I, like, let's say I'm at a club and every time I sip my water, I want you guys to play something and then you don't play it. So, what would you, that's all. That's all. And they got to be there for that. Yeah, just the, the, like the tour bus conversation when you're not there. Like, what's Todd like to work for? Uh, Here's what I would like. But by the way, I want it to be nice. Yeah, no, no, it is. Okay, it let, is me hear, nice. let me hear what you would say. You're in the band. Uh, I'm in the band. Hey, what's uh, Todd Glass like? Actually, 99% of the time fun? It's, it's the most fun thing in the world but trying he, to sway the when, sketch that way when he starts fake yelling we go into panic attacks is that true I always thought that might uh, yeah. be true we go nuts every time because he could be saying it and you're afraid he's being like is he kidding or is he I trying I don't know if he's really yelling or but, if he's fake yelling because if it's fake yelling we gotta know, play can I tell you what I think for this character yeah He's pro- I mean, first of all, I mean, he's obviously a nice guy. You know, he's a lot better looking in person. Because uh, <laughs> everything I say now, I thought the guy, I mean, what was he, 28 tops? But anywho, <laughs> I make all my characters talk so nice about him. All right, here's the way we're going to open the show. Joe, you know, I hear uh, Joe, Jingle Joe, we call him. Jingle Joe. I think he, I think he's getting, to be honest, and don't play it yet. I think he's getting carried away with it. I think he's obsessed with me. I, it's getting uncomfortable. I mean, I have to talk about it. Can I, I can't what even a do this. I can't even do this bit any longer. The truth of the matter is, like, it would make me less ill if I didn't call him and ask him to write these. So, like, it would be better if that was the truth. Like, if I went, he, started, he won't stop sending in songs. Like, you can picture Stern over the years going, yeah, they have a guy sending in songs, but then he sends in too many, and they're actually really getting weirded out. Not the case here. Uh, I call him and I ask him if he'll make these songs for me. And then I thought about, well, playing them, it doesn't seem right. But I do ask him. But I thought it would be better if I went, I'm getting a little weird. Let me sell it as he's weirding me out. But make it quite clear, I love them. 
You follow what I'm saying, yeah, Troy? Yeah, I do, I do. Our guest is Troy Conrad. Thank you very much. I say that every 10 minutes just to keep you, to keep you, like, to keep <laughs> he you might here. He goes, oh, it looks like he might go to me and, and talk to me in a minute or so. Our guest <laughs> is Troy Conrad. Then I go off on an hour and a half tangent about Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, our guest was Troy Conrad. Oh, Troy, we're going to talk. <laughs> there you go. That, that was funny. Was that worth losing your job? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I heard Don Rickles say that to his band once. <laughs> At least I give him credit. They, they did that. He went, what are you, Beethoven? And the piano player went, bump, bump, bump. Do you know how to do that Beethoven, the one famous Beethoven move? Do it again, but a little tighter. Ready? Okay, here's what he does. He goes to the, he, he goes to the keyboard guy. Like, something doesn't go right. He goes, what do you think, you're Beethoven? <laughs> That was funny. Was that worth losing the job? <laughs> it was funny. Was that worth losing the job? It's like the keyboard player thought it'd be funny. That was, hey, what do you think? You're Beethoven over there? <laughs> That's good. There was, was it out of that lip for you? <laughs> was that worth losing the job? <laughs> what do you think? You're Beethoven over there? Oh, you had to get fancy. <laughs> Sam, I remember him when he was a little guy. He used to come by the studio and ask, one day I'm going to learn how to play keyboards. Is that right? And so he showed up today. In the early days of the podcast, he was in the early days. as well, a kid. Back when he was, uh, I think you were like seven, his dad had a Ferrari. He used to bring it in here for service. And then he was always hanging around loitering, uh, wa- watching the podcast as a kid? Call it, I don't know if you call it loitering, but uh, he was certainly what? I don't know. What would the... Uh... Now, come on, we're not going to read any more Chris Carmona's uh, tweets. It's ridiculous. All right, he might move to New York. <laughs> it's all the stuff we talked about before we went on the air. Wait, what? So anyway, what? hold on. Let, okay. So Jingle Joe, let me sell it. Did I make it very clear that I love these jingles? Yeah. Yes, we'll have yeah. Jingle Joe make more Todd Glass jingles. Oh, come on, four a week is too many. Stop it. He has he has a regular job. No, don't take don't start threatening us. All right. Well, I asked Jingle Joe if he could write more jingles. You're welcome. Okay, hold on. Listen, let me play this. So Jingle Joe, he I want him to send this stuff, but I'm going to sell it. I think it makes more sense. Isn't it less scary if this is the case? So anyway, I uh, Jingle Joe, who we love on the show. And you know when he sends in the songs, we love his stuff, right? Yeah. But it's starting to get a little bit creepy. Like, I don't know. Let me, let me. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's night. Maybe it's not. It know. started out more normal, but now, well, now he's not getting obs- I'm afraid he might be obsessed. The songs are great, though. Like, he's, he's kind of growing on the show, and it was healthy, but now it might not. I'm afraid he might have a sick obsession with me. I mean, I could see how. Yeah, no. I, I, I all my bits, all my bits, all my bits lean back tonight. Me being a good person. Oh, sure, I could see hi. I mean, he's funny and open-minded and intelligent with a, not a bad head of hair. He's like a young. He's here's how I make. He's like a young Zac Efron. Yeah, me. I consider myself a young Zac Efron. Not even an older Zac Efron. He's like a young Zac Efron. That Todd Glass with a sense of humor. Yeah, but and that's coming from Joe. Folks, let me tell you something. Guess when the show? People go, when does the show start? I like to make every show special. And this show is no different. Next time you're here with headphones in your ear, there's a lot of show left. So stay right here. 
just what makes it such a blast listening to that little podcast anyone knows other shows can't beat that little podcast because we've got Todd Glass we've got Getting low, instead of letting go, sit and let the time pass. Listening to that Todd Glass Show podcast. Listening to that Todd Glass Show podcast. When troubles land and your back's to the band, there are hits to be played from that bandstand. There was a silly old show Sometimes ran two hours or more No one could top that show So it's set to auto-download Cause we've got Todd Glass We've got Todd Glass We've got high on the mic With reverb Glass So anytime you're feeling low feeling so just remember that show don't, don't go too fast just take it slow don't go too fast just take it slow don't go too fast just take it slow ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the todd glass show i guess this show's you know they say is there a show called young americans yes Ugly Americans. No, is there a show called Young Americans? What's the Americans? Hold on, what's this? They're just bound to go home. What? Hey, here comes another Todd Glass Hey, here comes another Todd Hey, here comes another Todd Glass How about a hand for that Jingle Joe? That was his Jingle was Joe incredible. being incorporated with three guys with instruments. Frank, Martin, and, and uh, Sam. So give them a nice round of applause. All right. So here we go. Now, hello. Hey. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> and I got to play my closing jingle that he wrote about me to the theme of Margaritaville. <laughs> All right. So, Troy, let me, let me give a little backstory. Okay. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. Let me give it. Now, I think they think I'm still doing the bit, but I'm not. Uh, we've known each other since the early oh. days of the Arizona, the Tempe Improv. Yeah. And you used to Way work better. there. I used to work there, yeah. And I met you and Liz how many years well, ago? You, we met originally when you came to my uh, – you used to perform at Arizona State University. Yes, I we, did, and you had an improv. Uh, we, we, uh, there was an improv group there, and then they had a, a stand-up, and then you know you were in town for the improv. And then you would come to a set on a Friday afternoon. That's right, because if you got in there early, you went over to the school, yeah. and after their improv, uh, and it was great. Th- they did like uh, sketches. Yeah, it was a lot of sketches. And then after their sketches, everybody would gather around, and they had a comedian that was in town to work the improv because it was in the afternoon, so you could come over and do it. Yeah, and it was the best crowd. It was unbelievable. It, you know what it was? It was an early introduction to what they would say now is like the UCB or the comedy melt. Yeah. Uh, the melt, uh, the melting. A bunch of the young kids out cram, crammed melt, in. Melt, melting, melting, melting. What if I just melting? Went off? The melt, melt, melting, melt, melt. But melt. It, was that, 
it was melting, that- melting. <laughs> what if I couldn't get out? Melt, meltdown, melt, stuck. Melt, stuck. meltdown, meltdown. Oh, meltdown. The band plays a, a very uh, like a military beat, and I can't melt, 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 melt. Todd, comedy you're stuck. melt. Todd, you're stuck. Comedy melt. Comedy melt. No, but it really meltdown. was this amazing like compacted energy. It was. Mm-hmm. Really it was. Great. Yeah. And, and the so girls they, would all sit with their, you know, with the, with the, I was going to make some <laughs> silly joke. Their legs open. <laughs> with their legs open. Um, no. But then, but, then, but then you and me and Liz would go out on the town and do bits. All right, don't make it sound like we were fucking. Uh, we, were, we were a we trio. Were, we, were, we, were we were a comedy were, trio. We, we would go out on the town like we were social debutants. We really, we really did. We, if you think about it in context, like we really did go out on the town. I loved you guys right away. Did, I knew you would do bits. <laughs> we did bits we, always. You did, that's all we started doing from day one. We did bit after bit after bit. You it, said you have some. It, it started. Well, it started. I, I remember it, it started in the Denny's. Do you remember this? Liz, remember that? We were in oh, the, with the waiter. We, that took the us, waiter. Oh, that. that you and remember Liz, that? Yes, yeah. Wait, there was How, a can waiter. Can we describe that? The, okay, yeah. We were in Denny's, and uh, the waiter comes by and I think gives us, you know, gives us a silverware and takes order. And then he goes back and talks to somebody. And then you said, what if... Liz, do you remember this? But you you said something like, "What if he's going and 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 uh, and, and checking in with security?" To like, it, there was, do you? Oh God, now mm. I don't remember the bit. I just remember. I got a podcast that I'm trying to keep God on the charts damn it, here. I know you. You bring kill. some half baked story. You don't remember? <laughs> I remember the story? Oh my no, God, this is a joke. I, oh my God! All right. Hold on. Well, I gotta play Hold you on. something. Hold on. I, I gotta play you something, okay, Troy. Okay. Listen to this. Listen to this. You don't get this for no reason, okay? Can you play that, please? The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Okay. So you can't come in here. No, I don't want you know what? There's another thing it's I don't want to do. There's another thing I don't want to do to you. I say this is a safe zone. It, yes, it's a bit. I'm kidding. You you started to tell a story and you weren't aware of the ending, and I've done that too. You didn't know going into it. I get it. So in a way, if you know that I don't care, it's all right. But I don't want to create an environment where you're uncomfortable. That's a great story. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 Listen. I, I don't remember the. This was so long ago. This I, is we the were trying 90s. to figure him out. He took his job very seriously. But, but, but this is what it was. All I remember is the essence of it was something like, uh, "You never go and talk to them until they've had their silverware." Like it was something about like we were in. Denny's. He was yelling at somebody. And, yeah, but it, it was something you about never go talk to them until they have their silverware. I'm trying to help you. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't remember what the bit was. It was great. Uh, we on. had a lot of fun. I'm sure this is proof of it. I, I think. <laughs> hold on. I just, I need something. And then we would go order a bagel and get a free pickle. I feel like I, I was there. Remember, I need, the, remember the time? Wait, I got a bit. Do you okay. remember the time you went to the bagel place and they asked you if you wanted a pickle and you said no and they go, it's free? And you go, can you imagine if that was the only reason I wasn't getting a pickle? <laughs> and then you're, and you're, you, here was the whole bit. You and Liz played it out that Liz goes, I want a pickle. And you go, we're not getting a pickle. Because <laughs> you thought they charged for it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll have a pickle. Uh, excuse me, but me and my wife uh, don't want a pickle. And then they go, it's free. Oh, sure. They always say that to you sometimes at Subway. Can I have guacamole? You know, it's extra. Look, I'm not going to say no. I feel bad. Like, how good can I be doing in my career? Well, then there'll be no guacamole for my sandwich <laughs> because I God only knows you got to be charging a dollar twenty for it, and I can't be. Now I get it. If you're in college, 
that I get. Like you go no to guacamole because it's like, yeah, sometimes you got five bucks for a sandwich. You don't got money for guacamole. I get it. Or avocado, as they say. But uh, at my age, I mean, I was, try- I was trying to think today. I think we talked about this last week. When I, I have a bucket of change in my house. And how you, I don't, what, do you, what do rich people do with their change? Because I'm not bringing it to the supermarket. I did once. I got caught. It was embarrassing. Hey, Todd, how's your career? Good. Chink, 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 chink. <laughs> chinkity, 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 chink. Oh, everything's great. I just sold the show to Comedy Central. Chinkity, 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 chink. Oh, it looks like Todd Glass was doing great, honey. I guess he sold the show to Comedy Central. Well, how do you know? I saw him dumping his change at the supermarket. I guess uh, they don't. I guess they pay you when uh, it goes into residuals. <laughs> so Troy, that was your bit with the pickle. That was the pickle bit. <laughs> no, I, I just I need something uh, to refresh my memory. I, I know that there's a the, the the bit that early on that we did. Oh God, that's right, Char- Charlie. It was we went in to do uh, to have Shirley Temples. We were really high. Hold on, we that, were really high at the bar. That was the best bit yeah, to the, 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 really, in the that, world. That was the earliest. Can I explain that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think you I remember can, it. Yes. Of course I do. That. That. Troy, we, we were there three hours. Troy, when you said you had bits down memory lane with that, me tonight, no, I swear to God, I didn't realize this, this. I just didn't have the Denny's bit. This. This. this I have. This alone is worth it, and we have a, a lot of other stuff to get to today too. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's already changing the subject. Oh no, not no, because no, I, I love the story. I know. I know. I'm this excited. Great. No, no, this was great. We were we were uh, somewhat high, I believe, and we went in. And instead of ordering alcohol, we go into a bar and ordered Shirley Temple. We ordered Shirley Temple's, and here it became the bit. But I'll tell you what was great about this bit: the bartender was in on it. Which is a, a freak, a, fru, a fluke. Because I wouldn't have done it if it he wasn't. It was a fluke that he had a twisted, silly sense of humor. He played along the whole time. He knew we were the comedians. So here was our bit. We're, we get a Shirley Temple, but we're trying to get a free one to last a lot longer. So just when we're about done it, I go, could you do me a favor? Could I get a little more 7-Up in here? And the bartender puts a little more 7-Up in there, as he would do. Yeah. For real. He would do it, but playing along. Like, he eventually got the bit. These are moochers. trying. Yeah. And I go... Oh, I'm sorry. And by the way, the first time, it's not that weird. You could fool the bartender the first time, maybe. But it's, as it went on and on, it became you in real life. So we would stir it up and go, yeah, I'm sorry. Can you throw a little more grenadine in there? And then he does. And then then you drink it, and then you drink, and you get a whole other drink like out we, of it. We drank our Shirley Temples, and, and then, then the bit was that nobody in their right mind would ever try and get free non-alcoholic drinks right. at a bar. Yes, because then we drink them all the way to the like, bottom. Nobody would there'd, do that. There'd be like a teeny bit left after we already got it freshened up. <laughs> right. And then you would go, excuse me. Uh, and then Liz took her turn. She went, I hate to do this to you, but I have like some more cherries left, and I don't have any more. No. They're like, And then he would play along. He would go, he goes, listen, I already filled it. That's when I started to get nervous, like maybe he's mad, but then we realized, no, no, he gets it, he gets it. So him playing along, he would literally, in, in not breaking character, go, I already filled it up twice, and you got, you're, not, you're, you're not getting any more Sherry Temples. And then he would angrily take the gun and squirt it in. Like, like, he, like he was you, being a dick. You got one more time out of me, but I know what you're doing. Right, and right. then Liz went, can I get a little more grenadine? And, and then he would do that thing where he it's would, like, oh. Yeah, and he squirted it. <laughs> and then Liz goes... Um, I don't know, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything, but like where I'm, where, just where I'm from, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Wait, let, we have like, like we put like, I guess our bartenders, maybe it's different here. They put like a lot of cherries on the like top. being really passive aggressive. Like, no, no, she, she said, well, well, where I'm from, they give us two cherries. That's all. Right. Like and that then was. He took another cherry and he threw it on her drink. <laughs> yeah. And then and we did it again. We would drink it all the way to the bottom, and he goes, no. You're not fucking getting more. And this and, was a busy bar. This yes. was a very busy bar. 
And they and this guy was so slammed with people wanting to order alcohol, and we did not have a single drink of alcohol. We were no. literally <laughs> well, we, we were drank high. till we were sick. We were you know why? craving sugar. Can I tell you why? Yeah, exactly. When you're high, Shirley Temples are exactly what you need. Oh, I know. It, it was that and a hamburger. I've never had and maybe some nice crispy French fries. That wouldn't hurt anybody. <laughs> By the way, I had the worst sugar hangover after after that. It, it, Oh Jesus, that was. Uh... <laughs> I no, remember, but but at the very end, we like we would get it where it was like, oh no, we tell the guy this is perfect. Oh, this is perfect, and then he'd be like, oh, and then he'd come back. We go, oh, you know what? The ice melted. Uh, is there any way you could put a, just a little tiny bit of grenadine? And then we go, oh, it's too much grenadine. Can you add more uh, then, sprite? I forgot the other level of it. Oh no, it kept going. So just when you think, how can we take it? You, just when he's going to punch you, go. Can I tell you the truth? I know you thought I was a pain in the ass, right, but right, that was right. the most perfect. Yes. And I'm sorry, but you know what? I know it seems stupid. If someone told you to make a good drink with liquor in it, you'd probably be on it with a Shirley Temple. You're thinking, who cares? But that is the best Shirley Temple. And I'm sorry if it came off like I was just trying to be a troublemaker. It was perfect. But is there any way, he goes, I could get this to go? Right. And then we asked for to-go cups. And then <laughs> we would get to go. And he went and got to-go he cups. He got to-go cups. Starful and he cups. brought it out and he dumped it in, but it didn't fill it up because the to-go yeah, yeah. cup was bigger. It was bigger. And then Liz would go, is there any way you could just splash a little I, more? I hate to have a drink that's not topped off. It's just bad luck in the Greek tradition. <laughs> they say you have to have a top-off drink. He just kept going and went, could I have two straws? Well, it came in. He came in the next day, and he claimed he spilled it in his car. <laughs> and then, and he gave him another one. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh my God. That was, by the way, that was three. We just condensed it, but that was three hours of multiple levels. We've left out some levels of this. Here's what we're going to do. We're coming right. back with Troy. Yeah. You have so many other stories. <laughs> And I'm not kidding you. I, I want to. Do you have more? But, yeah, I do. By you the way, have more bits that would we this forget? be funny if while I'm, I, I start to tell a story and then you like before I even start, you're bored and you have the band play. Like I, I start a story and then you're like, well, hold on. OK, let, let, I, I probably didn't hear what you just said. <laughs> no, but I mean uh, out of respect. No, no. I, I like I want to hear what you said. You said yeah, something yeah. like if you're talking and it's boring, try not to uh, clink or clank on the table. Maybe put the beers on the floor. Chris Carmona. Jesus Christ. Once a great, a, once a, great Twitter. You know, Chris is a great guy, but once he gets 17 drinks, the 16, he's great. So let's go to break and, uh, you know, something nice, you know? Let's do something. You know, we, we, it's not only our job to make people laugh, but uh, I think they listen to this show for uh, to hear to good, good music. <laughs> Sing along.
And we're back. That was fun. That was really fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> I could do it again. If I had a show... Green, green, green. It's green, I say. And then the moo, moo, bee, bee, boo. What's that? Who was that? Someone from There's a guy in plaid pants coming in. They could have been... Oh, posts. wait. Are you serious? It's my manager. Uh, African American gentleman with blonde uh, bald move, hair. Move, Quick, move over like to the working. mic. Move in. Yeah. Come on, be part of the show. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where you're going. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing tip top. Tip top? Move in a little. Come on. I'm in, in. I'm in. I'm nervous the way you're sitting. It looks oh, like you, you, mean, you mean in like there. that. No, oh. not that in. Now move back a little. All right, okay. right here. Um, how, uh, <laughs> what other great, what stories, what other things? I, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, uh, but I know there's, wait. Uh, what was the other uh, bit that... Uh, oh, God, that's right, uh, Trolley. Okay, one one of the early bits uh, was... It, it was an ASU college party. I was in college at the time. You, We, we all went out afterwards, and you were super... Uh, you were so high that you were... And, and I mean this very, very literally. You were catatonic. You were in a catatonic I, state. Uh, let me explain. You're okay. right. I forgot you, so many of these. I, I had... Only, this was so fun. The only way that I was able to... The way I can explain it is... By the way, not too high because I smoked that much. Just whatever I had really affected you, me. You had an edible, and then you smoked, and you didn't realize I, the edible right. kicked in later. So... We're, we go to a party at one of the waiters or waitresses' house, and I'm outside on the porch. <laughs> yes. And I, all I can do, I finally get to the point where if I just put my head sort of between my legs and breathe, like almost like if you're hung up. Yes. If you've had this ex- story. Yes. Yeah. Like, right. Like, this is just like it happened in Portland. That, yeah. Right. Uh, this was one of the first times it ever happened. It's probably happened five times in my in my history of smoking pot yeah. where I got like this. That's why I always everybody's take it. Ha- that's gotten high has had this once. At I least. don't. I don't know that to be honest. So, um, so I'm. I finally get to the point where I can just put my head down and just breathe. I go, I'm breathing in and out. and I feel good. But if somebody says, "How are you?" or how, "You doing okay?" and I have to lift my head to say I'm okay, I have to start all over like, again. It, it, like I'm just even if I have to go literally. I'm not exaggerating. If I have to go, I'm okay. Even if you had to move your head like a half an inch, it would have ruined your whole, like, just being able to stay still and get over it. Right. So you were making up different things to different people. And I knew it was funny. I'm like, I'm going to be able to fucking laugh at this. But right now I'm just like, (sighs) and people go, what's wrong with him? The one that made me laugh the hardest was the one where you go... Oh, he's very religious. Well, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain this. Because you were, you were sitting on the bench, and, you know, it's a big party. It's a lot of people, and everyone's drinking. And you were sitting on a bench with your head in your hands, trying to hold your head extremely still, because even the slightest movement of your head would just, like, disturb you, like, to no end. So the first thing, I go, oh, uh, this is my friend Todd. I said he's really religious, and there's a lot of people drinking here. It disturbs him. So he's praying for people to stop drinking. <laughs> And and then and and, I, and they and the girl believed it. And you couldn't. The best part is that you couldn't refute anything. Like no matter what I said, you had to sit there and in a meditative state, yes. you had to absorb it and take it, no matter what yeah, I said. And you know what? The girl didn't know who I was. She didn't work at the club, so she didn't see my act. So you said right. that, and some of the cursing is really getting to him. Yeah, the, the people are swearing here, and, and it's really bothering him. And, and if you looked at me. I had my hand look like I was praying, like going into deep thought. But you know what's so nice that she was uh, she was nice about it. She could have been like, "Fuck him! Don't you she don't goes, need to pray oh for God. us." You and know then- what I want to say? Here's what I want to say. I like it. 
But then it kept going, and it was like I had to invent a new story each time someone came by. And, and I remember this, that there were a lot of females there that were very sympathetic to you, and they wanted to talk to you. And and as the night went, and I in, kept inventing more stories. Well, he's a Buddhist, and uh, this is just what he does when he. <laughs> I, I would say, well, he he has no problem with the drinking, but uh, he occasionally has to go into a nirvana state just to enjoy a party. I was just <laughs> making stuff up every time a new person came by and said, "What's wrong with your friend?" I would have to. The, the game was I would have to invent something new. And so there was a point, though, where you whispered to me and without moving your mouth, because even moving your mouth hurt you. you I said, was able to tell you how funny you were. Troy, just please don't, don't say any, anything that makes me laugh too hard because it, it'll shake my head. That's what you – I, I can't have anything that shakes my head. So I, I literally had to pull back on what, what I was saying. Yeah, because I forget. That was, a, that was a bad one. There's others it was I, really bad. You're right. If I, my head moved a little, but you were – and then to hear you have to say – well, you know, the cursing isn't helping. <laughs> and then I thought that girl that was going, oh, I'm like, you think, well, why didn't I think that's nice of her? Well, I don't know. Like, that was a crazy shit. I would have admired someone more than, than when, F- fuck him, but he's praying for us. We're drinking, having fun. <laughs> you know, who shows up to someone's house praying, praying for them? Like, they're, the you go home then. And then you could hear people going, oh, that guy's praying over there. Like, it, yeah. and it was like, it was like making you laugh. So you go, Troy, this is so funny, but I can't laugh. Like, you kept saying that. Do you um, what's that? Do you know that um, that high hopes? Do you know song oh, parodies? Yeah, do you think hopes. Frank Sinatra would do a song well, parody? I think he would. You really do? I think so. Oh well, then I mean, then you're then no, not not I, in his not in his like early days. No, I was surprised to hear that he did uh, play this Frank. Is he did a song parody for for Frank Sinatra for uh, John F. Kennedy? Really? That's his early days. Everyone is voting for Jack Cause he's got what all the rest lack Everyone wants to back Jack Jack is on the right track Cause he's got high hopes He's got high hopes 1960's the year for his high hopes Come on and vote for Kennedy favorite guy everyone wants to back jack jack is on the right track cause he's got high hopes he's got high hopes 1960 the year is for his high hopes come on and vote for kennedy vote for kennedy keep america How about that? I can't believe that was real. That was real to George Carlin. 
By the way, uh, did you know that Kelly Carlin has uh, a Carlin Home Companion once a month uh, in Los Angeles at the Acme Comedy Theater? What is she? Oh, she has a one. She man. does oh. a whole one, uh, like a one-person show about growing up as the daughter of George Carlin. It, it, it's amazing. It's once that. a month at Acme. I should see that. Let's go as a podcast. Yeah, everyone should go as a podcast. I I would agree with that. Um. You know the best version of that song, though, hands down. It is the best. I was actually just wondering. Lift your head off the ground. There's a lot to be learned. So look around. Once there was a silly old ant. Thought this is my uncle at a baseball game. It's so embarrassing. Is that true? Yes. He started singing. I had my camera right there. I hope he had. You can hear the people in the background. Let him sing. This is not so bad. Oh, he is kind of good. Let him sing, asshole. It's a compliment. Oh, thank you. Seriously, let him sing. All you motherfuckers are being disrespectful to him. Let him fucking sing, you assholes. Every one of you, you're so like your voice is so much better. I'm Todd Glass from the Todd Glass Show, and I know what it's like to want to sing and not be able to. And you guys are disrespectful. This is a fine gentleman, and I and I think you should enjoy it. Is this guy one of the three tenors? What time is it? He reminds me of my dear old grandpa. God bless you. You're the best fans. Did he say Todd Glass? Oh, he said God bless. He said Todd Glass show fans are the best fans in America. I turned that off. I swear to God, I thought he said Todd Glass has some of the best fans in America. I thought he said Todd Glass won the Podcaster Association of America's uh, number one show. I thought, yeah, that's what I thought. Listen, you are a breath of fresh air. I feel bad the band has to leave. In a, not, not right away, but we're going to have to take a break and let them Todd, pack up. I have an idea. But they're here for a while. We got them for a little longer. Oh. I should sa- uh, travel around with, a, with, the, um, with the band, the sax player. Is there any way they could phone in their set at the improv and oh, is that what you're... just have them uh, stay here? Well, you're right. Just do a live feed? Just have them leave their cell phone here and then call their cell phone from the improv. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> It's a great idea. <laughs> Next time you're found with your chin on the ground, there's a lot to be learned. So look around. Sit down! Just what you don't have to fucking sing! Get off the stage! You can't. She can too sing. She's actually good. Excuse me, but this girl's really good. Why would people be heckling her? This is the worst crowd in the world. You ready? You have a nice job. Hey! You're phoning it in, you lazy whore! Hey, you're, why isn't your sax player playing? 
Britney Spears can say. We need to pay to hear a band of the sax player. I want to hear a sax player wail away like a motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, how come I still can't hear your sax player? Yeah. She's pretty good. She's pretty good. You can pre-order her album on iTunes this weekend. <laughs> Shut up, heckler. What did you say? You are on fire tonight. <laughs> no, you actually are. You're fired, I meant to say. I'm sorry, I always get that confused. Andrew Furtado, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? I am on fire. I think I feel like talking about something completely different. It doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do. Oh, oh. what's that, Charlie? What's that? Oh, my God, you're right. That story about Todd when we were we were all we were at the bar that night, and we uh, it was like 2 in the morning. Do you we want could... some uh, background music for this? Oh, yeah, that would be, that would be fantastic. You would for like... this one? It's funny you're saying no. Would you like some background music? I, I don't. Actually, I don't think I need background music. This is just a quick story. You sure you don't want any background? No, 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 All no, right, no, I'll no. give you a little bit. I just bit. want to tell it. How's this? Is this, this good? Uh, not really. Like, I, I feel like, like this it? is not really related at all to the story. It's about Italian pizza. Oh, you have a story about Italian pizza? Tell yeah. it, because that's okay. what this music. Okay. Right. Uh, this was where... Uh, that's good. Pause that out. We, Pause yeah. it out, Mikey. Okay, we, so... We, I remember... You, Troy, you, you're do you so really right. remember this, though? Do you oh, remember this? Oh, was it fun? The pizza? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. We're can, at a can, pizza place. Two in the morning. I get we're so waiting excited. in line. It was, we had to wait quite a long time to get to order a pizza. We were starving. We were and? drinking at the bar. Finally, we get to the front of the line. The guy is or, is answering the phone nonstop. It's ringing. It's, it's I, Arizona State University. It's Tempe. People are are, are ordering pizzas like crazy. Can, can, I, can I? Okay, can I, yes. So anyway, I start answering the phone, but I don't want to answer the phone. I let, let The guy lets me answer the let phone. Let me tell you. Yeah, you, you take over the phone operation. Yeah, I Go take ahead. over the phone operation, but I don't do it as a joke. Like, I want to do good at it. So the owner lets me. He's sitting right there. I'm very high. So I pick up the phone. They order the thing. I go, you sure you don't want some breadsticks? I go, I go, uh. uh actually, I just want to order a, uh, can we do a phone voice th- on th- my th- thing? No, we can't. Oh, okay, okay. I have it on mine. But anyway, so what would happen is people would call up and I go, you sure, you, would you like, whatever it was that they had, do you want to get an extra small pizza with that? They go, I don't think so. I go, look, I don't want to try to oversell you because that's what it comes off as. I don't even make a percentage of the pizza. But, you know, every time you order a pizza, it's better to have a little extra and a little under. He go, the guy goes, you know what? You sold me. And he go, really ordered. Yes, he ordered up, it. You upsold it. Then I go, do you want some Coke to go with that? And uh, he goes, no, soda? I don't want he, the Coke. I go, can I tell you something? I'm the same way. I'm more of a bottled water drinker. And by the way, I know you're going to start thinking that I get a kickback on the Coke. I don't. But, you know, whatever the reason is, sometimes when you have a good slice of pizza, you want to crack open a Coke and let that carbonation just burn the back of your throat a little. He goes... The guy goes literally goes, shut the fuck up. You sold me. He nope, goes, give nope. me. Can I stop you? He, did, oh. he was not sold yet. He goes, he goes, nah, I just, I just want to, I, I don't want a soda or anything. And you go, sir, you're really going to drink water out of a spigot? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you aren't, said. Aren't you going to be sorry getting a cup of water out of the spigot when and you could maybe. have, when you could go to an ice cold Coca-Cola? <laughs> That's what it was. Go, and then I said this, I go, can I give you a little tip? If you don't have to do it, maybe I'm crazy. The minute we get there, you throw that in the uh, freezer. 
for about three minutes. You go back to get it. Hope you don't mind ice cold Coca-Cola with bits and pieces of ice chips in it. Slushy, slushy not, ice not, chips. Not too slushy. Don't hurt my sales here. <laughs> Would you like a free pickle? And then hey, he, that's my wife. But then he said, then you uh, you sold him on extra toppings and Everything. a two liter of Coke. And then I then somebody else called. They didn't know what to get. I go, can I make you my suggestion? I would go. How would you? And this is just what I do. And when I'm, you know, obviously I haven't uh, owned a pizza parlor my whole life. Before I did this, I would order pizzas. Um, I get the barbecue chicken, and it's good chicken, and then with some uh, olives and pineapple, and uh, then some tomato on the top, sliced tomato. We bake it with get a little extra cheese. You got yourself a whole pie. And then the guy's writing it all down because in case they want it. And he looks at me and he circles the number. He goes, that's like a, a very expensive pie. I didn't explain it. What I, I added more in real life, you know, yeah. when we did it. And then the person goes, yeah, I'll take it. I go, that's going to be like $38. They're like, yeah, that's great. I love that. That sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, they ordered it. And then they made it. And the, and the best part was The watching, owner didn't want me to leave. No, the, the, the best part was watching the employees going, oh, my God. We've never, like, we've never even tried this approach of like upselling people. We just take their orders. I liked it. I started wiping tables down. Like I, I was so happy you know what? because I thought, well, I'm doing the bit and they're loving it. I may as well really do everything I want to do. So I start wiping tables down, cleaning it up. I'm like, and then I swear to God, I go to the guy, I go, hey, why don't you lower the lights? He goes, you think I should? Now it's like really cool. And I'm like, I fixed your whole restaurant. <laughs> This is our best night in sales they ever had. Todd, did you notice my restaurant sound effects? <laughs> it was me. That was outstanding. That was exactly what it Thanks. Like. I didn't. I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> did you mention Todd, we <laughs> played that one already. We played? Oh. No, we didn't. When you are down, lift your head off the ground. There's a lot to be learned. So uh, can you believe we're at Applebee's and this motherfucker shows up? Once there was <laughs> hey, sir. How, welcome to Applebee's. How can I? I'm sorry. The guy. Hey, I'm trying to. Uh, so you're upsetting the audience here. Not audience. I mean our, 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 our sitting, sitting customers. I'm just trying to enjoy dinner with my fiance. I'm sorry, he comes in here every night, he brings a big group of people, and he, he, he loves to sing this song. It's usually he does a short version. So that's our new VP. Uh, please sit down, sir. Please, the crowd's getting obviously visibly upset. Please sit down. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate it. I didn't know he was going to do another verse. Sir? Okay, sir, I, I, I'm glad you're having a good time at Applebee's, but... Okay, you don't need... I don't even think he's listening to me. Shut the fuck up! Show us your tits! All right, sir, that, you don't need to say that. That's not going to help the situation. That's not going to help the situation saying a sexist remark. Just let him finish the song. And, and can I tell you... When he's done, nobody applaud at all. Let him let him know that nobody likes it. Give him the silent treatment. Just let him sing it. Every night everyone applauds because they feel bad when he's done singing. They applaud because at least it's over and he's not a bad guy. Let him, let him, please, not let a word. Let him feel it. Let him feel let it. Him feel it. Sorry if I bothered anybody. <laughs> I guess I always wanted to sing professionally, 
But my wife passed away when my kids were being born, and I gave up a lot of my dreams so they could live theirs. I wanted to sing. I was when I was 13 years old. I was accepted into the Academy of Musical Arts, and problem was it was $55,000, and it's all I had. And I thought my daughter, who at the time we thought had a learning disability, we put her into a special school that was $25,000 a year. My daughter's very successful. She's over there. Hello, Karen. Hey, Tony. And uh, this is the only time I get to sing, so I shouldn't put that upon you. I guess going to sit down and enjoy my shrimp scampini. <laughs> Call back. Can I just say, as customers, we all feel like a bunch of assholes? Nah, I didn't. Oh my god, I would have never said that if I thought Meanwhile, he knows exactly what he's fucking doing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I feel bad now, Freeman. No, no, no. It's just that my, my youngest daughter's here tonight, and she, well... Her make-a-wish tonight was that her daddy gets to sing in front of an adoring audience. Uh, but it's, it's okay. It's no, 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 no. If I'm not good, I'm not good. Why, why is it your job to come out to a restaurant and have to mollycoddle some guy just because he's got a sad story? I got a sad story with a lot of other people, and you're wrong for not giving in. I deserve to get the silent treatment. When is your album available on iTunes? All right, Andrew. Maybe we should stop. Maybe we should stop. Maybe we should stop. Maybe we should stop. I could. I feel like fans are getting obsessed with my show. I, that's the word on the street. It's embarrassing. Intros keep playing in your head. But just like the intro to the intro, don't be misled. The show is going to start, but those intros keep playing in your head and they keep playing. Cause he's just doing a little talking at the start Maybe it's silly or it's something you should take to heart Maybe it's this song about the intros that are playing in your head that he is playing But there's one thing The band comes in that when the Todd Glass show starts, there are no parts that aren't as fun to listen to and ride cars. You alright? You good? So intros keep playing in your head. Are you alright? But that doesn't mean you should do something else instead. Hey, take it from me, cause. I'm never Chris. gonna stop listening to Todd Glass. Uh, how about a nice round of applause for that? 
Nice round of applause. Hey, Todd, you know that Jordan was... sent that in. Jordan Mattis, actually. Jordan Mattis. Thank you, Jordan. The I band don't... played along. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know... <laughs> that sounds like a good guy. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I'm not the type of guy who bop, bop, booby, boom. Crying's not for me. Bum, 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 Boom. Bing. Sorry. They're like, what is he doing? I have two more. Are you okay, Chris? Yes. What are you doing over there? He's just helping me. All right, just Chris, come over to the board. Don't. No. That's the biggest mistake. <laughs> He's making mic noise. That's when it all goes wrong. We had one guest Serious that did problem. that. That's the way we talk about him. That one guest. Remember that guy? And my guy, noise? Well, the, the guy who brought that guest is gone. The guy who brought the well, that's not why he had to. He, <laughs> Eric didn't leave for that reason, but Eric was mortified. He brought someone to the show, and they. Well, the only thing different about Chris and that guy was Chris has actually been a great energy, and he and he's enjoying it. And he came up dancing and silly. That guy was a stick in the mud. But what this guy did went from being a stick in the mud to then walking over to the mic. <laughs> Hey, everybody. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I pushed him through the plate glass window. He needed 190 stitches. Um, all right, everything's good. You know, oh, sure, you know. This has got to be the saddest day of my life. I called you here today for a bit of bad news. Oh, yeah. I won't be able to see you anymore because of my obligations. He's being very vague. <laughs> His obligation. You've been meeting here. What are you talking about, obligation? Hold up. And since this is our last day together, I want to hold you. Baby. One more time. Come over here. Son of a bitch, you do it for me, motherfucker. Don't look back. Baby, I love you. I want to make you happy. But how can I make you happier than any girl in the world? I only want to do it if you're comfortable. And you feel... I don't want, if you want me to leave, I'll leave right now. But if you want me to come over there and just have some fun, baby, I'm going to eat your pussy till I get throat cancer. I just came over to say hi, and then I thought we were going to fuck. I don't know what happened. 
I, I feel horrible. Faded out. I, I am just... <laughs> By the way, not that I should give you credit, because, uh, well, Troy, let's, let's, this might not be credit I'm giving you. <laughs> Troy, Troy wrote something down on a piece of paper. Troy, Troy wrote something down on a piece of paper and handed it to me. I said it, but like, what if it? What if it? It it was funny. That's a topical reference. Michael Douglas. I didn't understand it till the day. I'm gonna eat your pussy. That's what Troy wrote down until I get throat cancer. There's nothing funny about throat cancer, and there's also nothing funny about pussy. Uh, the thing is, there is something funny about claiming that eating it will give you throat cancer. So there's no, that's we're not, a, we're not re- disrespectful to any organization. The pussy eaters <laughs> or the cancer uh, givers or whatever people do. You mean PETA? PETA. The Pussy Eaters of... The Pussy Eaters Association Trans-gender of America. Transgender Pussy Eaters. America? Pussy Eaters. I don't know. Seriously. Let's play something. Next time you're found with your chin on the ground, there's a lot to be learned. So look around. Just what makes that little old ant think he can move a rubber tree? Pause it out. Fade it out, Mikey. We got so much more to do. Your uncle or Frank Sinatra in that play? Todd, speaking of Mikey, can I give a shout out? Isn't because Mike from the liquor store actually sent in that whiskey. Oh, he did? That some of us have been drinking. Is that right? Thank you. Yeah. And Wait, no, that Chris bought that. No, there's, a, there's other whiskey that I bought. Oh, cool. That Mikey now, did from, he, it looks Mike like he, from the liquor store sent Mike, in. Mike from the liquor store. Is, uh, it looked like it was in a wine bottle. Yeah, I may. No, it looks like a wine bottle. It's this really nice whiskey. It's called Corner Creek. Well, it was very nice of him. I appreciate it. We need, yeah. we need liquor around We need here. more fans like that in the world. I know. It's just a special night here tonight, everybody. It really is. You know, to be able to be with all my friends. Let me just take a second here in the middle of this podcast and acknowledge the joy that I'm having. You know, some of the other podcasts are afraid to do some of the things that I do. (laughs) But to be here with everybody, you know, young Jake is here tonight. Martin is on drums, Sam is on keyboards, and Frank's on sax, Mikey and Nicole are here, Andrew, what a breath of fresh air to watch you on that video from last week when I did those bubbles, you, you, you enjoyed those bubbles as much as I wanted you to enjoy them, and that's to George Carlin, even though this funny music's playing in the background, I meant what I just said, you can see you're loving it, sure, Tom Martin, he, you know, give the shit a little. I'm the only guy who gets negative in the middle of my church-like ceremony. And Troy is here. And Liz, where's Liz? She's in the bathroom. Taking a shit. What a romantic couple you two are. She's in there. Uh, this is not that type of show. Edit that out. Todd, that's Leave it very in. disrespectful. It is. Chris Carmona's here. Let's just take a second and bow our heads. I'm Just sure he's uh, tweeting, my wife's shitting. May the Lord. May the Lord. May the Lord. May the Lord. May the Lord look down upon you. May the Lord look down upon you. 
Just beautiful. Let it breathe. We got to say goodbye to the band in about 15 minutes. Is that right? Let me tell you something. Liz fucked up the whole song. She fucked up. <laughs> oh, really my did. God. I thought <laughs> other, other than that, I didn't realize fantastic. I could sing so much. Liz, what a beautiful voice. I didn't think you were going to be shy. Once I gave her the headphones, she was fine. Once you gave her the headphones, she was fine. Exactly. Somebody made me give her the headphones. Well, I had to. I knew you weren't giving them up. I didn't realize she didn't have headphones. It was great. You good, Chris? Wait, something amazing happened. Everybody, uh, is this true, Martin? Did I sing? What was? What else went on? Oh my God! Oh my God! It's a miracle. They're saying. Well, they're saying it's because I sing so well just by my voice. They were. I don't think they're saying that. I don't know if they were saying that, Todd. Hold on. Can you guys explain that again? Wait, but didn't eventually it come through the house? Well, eventually. But But you're right. In the beginning, it didn't. It didn't. 
My God, I'm going to drink to that. I'm Chris. You don't have to be disrespectful. I'm still a headliner. I'm going to drink to that. And you know what? My uncle used to do. He used to drink, and then he put his drink down. He goes, "I'm going to drink to that drink." We're like, "Well, you're really coming out with. You're running out of reasons to drink." Your uncle sounds great. He goes, "I just threw up. I'm going to drink to that." We're like, "Well, maybe you should not drink to that." That's not a true story. My uncle was fine. He never came over to see us, but he wasn't a drunk. <laughs> well, if he never came over to see you, Todd, That's the how truth. do you know? Because we knew who he was, and we loved him. Hey, be nice to your nieces and nephews. I was good to my nieces and nephews. And you know what? I see why you can get a little lazy. And by the way, my uncle wasn't. I don't want to throw him under the bus. Well, but um, he was. We all we always wanted his attention when he came over, and he was nice enough. But like, you always you love your uncles and you love your aunts. So uh, my nieces and nephews came out to visit me when they were like 13. I almost backed out of it. I'm glad I didn't. Anyway, that's a good story, and it's available it's And Who Gives story. a Fuck magazine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys, they're... I do the stereotypical drunk. Hey, it's fire. Ah. All right, listen. I think we are going to have to... I want to do one more thing. Before I die. <laughs> I want to do one more... Sorry, I don't mean to take pictures of you guys, but it's just like, oh, what a shot right there. Oh, look at the band. Get a picture of the band. Oh, that's great. Oh, you, hold on. There you go. Wow. That's a, that's a fantastic 1974 instamatic. Chris, could you do me a favor and could you write this down? I want to remember tomorrow night to uh, definitely, and just be defensive in this bit and lie to me, okay? Yeah. You just say, oh, do me a favor, Chris, if you could jot this down tomorrow. I, re- I want to remember to do this uh, new bit that involves uh, Ursula. Write that down for me, please. Sure. What are you doing? Just writing it down. You're, why are you typing vigorously with music playing? Well, this is how I type. It's professional. Well, I, I asked... You can't still be typing. I only asked you to do one little... Are you typing what I'm saying now? Well, I'm finishing my screen. Okay, please... Are you typing time. what I'm saying now? Yes. Well, please stop that. I don't want you to type what I'm saying I'm now. I'm okay, okay, Chris, I'm not bullshitting. I, I know... I, please stop typing what I'm saying. It's a really disrespectful. And it, please, Chris... I can't are you, stop, Are you still cut. typing what I'm saying? No. Yes. Okay, maybe. I want you to do this, and it's really getting immature. Stop. I want you to... If you stop okay, talking, he'll stop typing. I know he will, but something lets him win that way. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It's good conversation. It just seems like... No, I, I will shut up. It's immature. I can't. Todd, stop talking and see if he stops typing. Oh, it worked. It just seems immature. I, I, Chris, stop it. What? Stop it. I can't. I don't, okay, you're, you're talking. I, I know, to, but it's I fucking immature. You, you know I want you to stop it. Todd, just don't. Sh- 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 one second, don't talk. He's not typing. Just, just he, notice he's not typing. If you start talking again, he's going to start typing. the whole cycle over again. Stop the cycle now, Todd. Listen, to this. Is, you know how enjoyable this is. There's no one typing. I'm enjoying. We're it. enjoying. We had a nice podcast. Just. It, it, I know you're right, but the thing talk. is, I just feel like. Ah, Todd. Let me. First talk. of all, this is an old Jerry Lewis bit. It doesn't ah, even make any sense. Who's Jerry Lewis? Oh, come on! Don't be rude. I don't know why I'm stopping the band. They didn't do anything. He's still talking. Okay, pause it, pause it, pause it. Remember. No, I'm good, I'm good. Let's let's get out of this bit to George Carlin. Play that thing that goes uh, move on, move on, that new jingle that gets us out of one bit and into another. The one that went, we can't we move on. Why can't we? 
not the exact word. Well, maybe we should stop. That's why I like You're it. close, sort of. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> maybe you should write the jingles. Like this. When luck be a lady. Wait, hold on. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck with some other girl's wife. Luck be a lady with that girl you came in with. Luck. I don't know the words. Just play like you just gave up. Like everyone's hit a note and then give up. Luck be a lady tonight. Wait, what? what? Trolley? Oh my God, Trolley. You remember that? Oh, with last year when me, when Todd and I were in Montreal, and do you remember this guy that was uh, in front of the elevators handing out free DVDs? Oh, uh, sure, uh, uh, Squiggy Wiggy, Stevie Weevy. Stevie Weevy. That's what he it was. Did. Me and you, Scott and Millie, and we're and he's giving us free DVDs and a T-shirt. He was not invited to the festival, but then at the end of the festival, the last. And by the way, this guy was there every single night. And he was get, imposing himself. He was not invited to the festival. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a part of it. But he was giving out his awful DVD. And uh, I, I feel bad awful. if this gets back to him. But here's a guy All what right. I feel bad about. No, it's okay. okay. Because there is a level of it, somebody told him, was dishonest with him, and, because he's naive. I don't know. Maybe someone didn't talk him to it. He's one of these guys that someone said, here's what you do. You go down to that festival. You get yourself a hotel room. I felt bad. I felt a little bit bad. And I did I think it was I funny, too. Yeah. I also laughed at it, too. You know. And he would, you go down to that festival, and you make 300, 400 copies of your DVD. You give them to every fucking comedian that you see. And when you're done leaving that festival, you know who you fucking are. That's someone told him that, or that was his idea. That's and they, everybody in the industry. But I felt bad because I think by nature, comedians are actually pretty decent people. Yeah. So affectionately, the rest of the festival, every time someone, they'd see him, they'd go, Stevie Weeby. We'd see him in the hallway, Stevie Weeby. And he, nice you know, he, he gets on the phone, you were fucking right. I'm a fucking success. Chris, are you not? Oh, you can hear me through the air. I was getting upset you didn't have your headphones on. I thought maybe you wanted to drift off. You know, Todd's funny, but I like to think about stories that happened to me. (laughs) That's actually funny. Someone that comes to the podcast, they go, sure, these stories are all around him. You mind if I take off my headset so I can think about something? that Maybe I should try not to talk so much. No, but but here's what happened. Here's what happened. At the end of the festival, oh, right. you walked, you pretended to be Stevie Weavey's manager, and you walked <laughs> through the crowd of the festival with, with, uh, with like a, a special pass on, and then you had a gift basket and a bottle of wine, and you would go up to people the last night, and you'd say, oh, hey, uh, uh, you'd give them the bas- gift basket and then the wine, and you'd say, uh, yeah, so uh, I represent Stevie Weavey, and uh, what clubs do you book? And they'd say, actually, uh, I don't book any clubs. And you would grab the stuff and just run away to the next person. That was the bit. And it, was the that bit. Was the bit. And it I never go, oh, got old. We don't book a club. And then I would aggressively grab my wine and pick it up. But, but everyone played along. Like they would, Everybody knew what I was doing, so I would put the wine down. Then I would put some like a little thing. of. It was a gift basket that I found, but I undid it. So I would put wine down. Oh, some chocolate brownies. And then I would put some cherry, chocolate-covered cherries down on the table. And then I would put it all. i go, Oh, I just thought I'd want to share it with you. I was sitting over there. You look bored. Oh, what club do you book? I manage Stevie Weavy. And they would go, we don't book a club. I would slowly put everything <laughs> right back in the and basket. And you would turn your back on them and turn, walk away. Oh, I would without... turn my back away. Like, they were scum of the earth. You All I just, wanted to do was book Stevie Weavy. I'm his manager. You didn't even say goodbye to them. You just went to the next person. It was the best. It was great. 
I'm having a good time. We have to say goodbye to the band. So before I do... Everybody act. Oh, what if before the show I told you when I have to say goodbye to the band, I feel sometimes they feel unappreciated. So without overdoing it, but you do overdo it. But I. But here's the way it goes down. Like I go, please just don't overdo it. I want them to feel special. I've done this with you guys before, and you totally overdid it. Do you think you cannot overdo it? Not gonna overdo okay, it. Okay, this is backstage, wherever we are. Then we start. We're at the end of the show. It's like we're taking a break and go to the bathroom. I go, hey, when I come back from this break, we have to say goodbye to the band. Can you just make it look? Don't please don't overdo it though, because they're not stupid. They'll know it's phony. Okay, so cut to us now back in the studio. Well, anyway, we have to say goodbye to the band. Oh, this is bullshit, Todd. Come on. Come on. What the fuck? What a bunch of dicks. By the way, by the way. I just got it. There's nothing. You would be the worst people in the world. Like, I told you literally, don't overdo it, and that's what you fucking do. But I do want to talk to you two about your relationship before we leave. I always think what's great about you two, I always consider your dating because the just everybody always thinks when people are married, only because married people, I think, in the past gave marriage such a bad rap, the ball and chain. I know people that are happily married, and when, when marriage has a bad rap, it's not because people that aren't married. It's people that over the years gave it, oh, the ball and chain. That's so, what do you mean the ball and chain? If you're happily married, it's not your ball and chain. I know. Show some res- it's like show some respect for marriage. Like, when I see you two, I really do. I, think, I always say you're dating because I think just you're, you seem happy and you're married, and, and I have other friends like you. They're married, but they're happily married. Rory Scovel and his girlfriend, Jordan, the and same I'm, thing. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even want to, initially, we didn't want to get married. We used to walk on the beach and see people that had wedding rings on. They weren't, weren't holding hands. And the people without wedding rings were holding hands. And we said, you know what? We're going to change the institution of marriage, and we're going to make it an institution of respect. Can I ask you a question, though, if you don't mind? Do you, yeah. uh, do you fuck that shit? Come on! Right, he's dancing around, and now we have to. I don't think it's that. I don't understand why you would say that. It's almost like he's making sexual faces at you. I don't think it's. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know how to even respond to that. Why would he say that? I felt like we had a good marriage up until now. I don't even understand it. It's like he's. It's like he's mocking, and everyone's now dancing. I think he's actually hating on you. I feel like now he's look, look, the way he's looking at you. What does that question even mean? And the way he touched your breast earlier when he put the name tag on you was a little... There's something really weird going on here. I don't know. I don't get it all. I don't understand what's happening. It's like he's, he's, he's sticking his tongue out now and pointing them towards your nipples. I just Can we go? I just want to go. Can we just go? Everybody, nice round of applause for that.
drums. On drums, it's Martin. On drums, it's Martin. He was playing all night. He did a really good job. Martin was on the drums. He was playing on the drums. He was really, really good. But he said he had to be out here by 9.30. We're not done the show. We're going to keep going on. But I want to give thanks to the guys in the band. They did a really good job. And then there's Frank. He's on the sax. He started playing the sax. And then there's Sam. He's on the keyboards. I'll turn them up so you can hear them. All right, now, there's Martin on drums. Now, you're going to do me, as we go out to break here, I'm going to ask you, as we go to break, to wail on that sax. I mean like a fucking motherfucker. I'm going to put some reverb in it, and that's how we're going to break. We'll be back with part two. Now leaving Nerdist.com.